look, look, let's play, let's play our game because Zach's here. Right. It's, it's like the boring version of it, though, because it's going to lead into the segment that we're getting ready to talk about. And I'm leaving everything I just said. So if you're listening, just prepare to be so bored. <laughs> <laughs> Constant podcast entertainment. Uh, so uh, we haven't played this game in a minute, the, uh, the trading card game. You know? We played that two weeks ago. No, that was like that was actually like four episodes ago. It was four <laughs> episodes ago. So, Dang. so, all right. all right. So the trading card game, you know, uh, which which is bike tire, which is the bad thing because if it's in your bike tire, you're using the car to make that motorcycle sound. It tears up the card. You know, that's how your your old man might have lost a lot of his best uh, baseball cards and your best inheritance. Yeah. yeah, it's gone. Um, the the second choice being a bookmark, like you know, if you use it for a bookmark, you at least kind of like the card you're using it. You can and, see uh, it. Every you day. see it, yeah. Oh, well, or, I mean, if you read a lot, yeah. If you're if, if you're, you're LeBron James, you'd have to you'd have to read past the first few pages to get to the bookmark. <laughs> have, I don't know if any, if you've seen that meme, but there's all these pictures of LeBron reading. And he's always at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, there's too much LeBron hate right now. So I believe he's reading. Hey, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got nothing to do. He's, hey, like, well, he's just reading so many books. He's always starting a new one. He's always he's the greatest. He's always starting a new chapter. Thank God. So so are we. We're really starting a new chapter here mm-hmm. today. Ah, pages. Uh, tons, of, <laughs> tons of pages. The first few pages of something's happening. Uh, and then the third choice is the mantle, which means you you got a frame that's above your fireplace. Maybe you have a huge frame and just a little tiny trading card in the middle. Just yeah. Like, this is the best trading card. Yeah, it's got lasers Amen. around it so no, nobody can grab it. Yeah. So in this version, though, the question is: Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Who who do you? Which one is tire? Which ones? Which ones bookmark? Which social media? media? If yeah, social media is all together. If you want to use Discord, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but. Like, which social media trading cards, you know, like, let's say they just got, like, Zuckerberg right on them, and he's just, like, holding out Instagram, holding out Facebook, like, like a little baby. Yeah, yeah. Like a little Isaac, yeah. and Abraham's just putting him on the altar, but it's, it's Mark Zuckerberg, and he's got it on the altar, and he's waiting for it to grow into a big investment. Because, I mean, that's what, some people say that's what Abraham was doing with Isaac. He was like, hey. So, so this Tom, is gonna be a Tom from MySpace. Yeah. He Ooh. takes a little Mark Zuckerberg up the mountain. Yeah, like an altar. I like that. Yeah, I think uh, Tom Tom did start with Zuckerberg. But what if Zuckerberg's an Ishmael? But now we get into some deep weeds. So <laughs> we gotta bring it back. Yeah, I mean, this, this, this is this is an easy <laughs> one for me. Um, on the mantle is is Twitter. You know, okay. I love Jack Dorsey. I'm an avid Twitter user. Yeah, his, his cards are uh, too. It's the only social media that I consistently use every day, and I think I'm glad I'm using this. That's uh, my favorite. I don't really see you use it very often. You don't follow me. I, I, <laughs> I, I, get, I get Twitter uh, notifications, like, like pop notifications, oh. and uh, for some reason I get them when Dalton tweets. And it you is don't get my tweets? No, you tweet. I did. I tweet. I tweeted about uh, Cardi B uh, the other day. She really, she really took down that other girl. I ain't gonna talk about her. I don't like to talk about it. Okay. Cardi B really took her down. Hey, uh, quick side. When I was telling you earlier about that comedian that makes the silly videos, 
Her name is Lardy B. <laughs> That's <laughs> such a good name. Uh, shout out Lardy B. No, no, we're gonna nix that shout out. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> man, we shout out Lardy B on this one. Uh, All right, second I mean, social shit, media man. on the bookmark is Reddit. It's okay. Reddit. I'm a big Reddit user. That's my second most used uh, app behind Twitter. Uh, okay. And and I love Reddit. You find everything on Reddit. You know, there's a community of every for everybody. They just did a good job nixing a lot of like far right communities and stuff too, which leads me into the worst of them: the bike tires Facebook. Because I think that everything that Reddit has done to get rid of the alt right movement and and uh, neo Nazis and fascism. Uh, the top 10 trending pages on Facebook consistently are all right um, trending things. And, and, you know, it really is a community for people 40 and up. I thought Zuckerberg was the one that made it cool to, to censor people. No, 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 no. I don't know. I mean, out of the social medias? like No, Twitter definitely Twitter does definitely the best job. Twitter was like the last ones to censor Alex Jones. True. Yeah, but they're the first ones to censor <laughs> Donald J. Hey, look, dude, I just dropped the mic. No, we don't get political on here, y'all. That's, that's not, that's, that's misinformation. <laughs> I'm just messing. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I think I'm, I'm going with it. I think I'm going. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Reddit user? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I am a subreddit in Reddit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Zach, what you got? Uh, I'd say, I'd say bike tire, bike rim, uh, is a, it's probably a, a uh, I got two cards in the bike tire, so it's real loud. Front uh, back. I got Snapchat and uh, um, and Facebook. I like Facebook. Connected a lot of a lot of. I got we got friends all over. And uh, yeah, friends in low places. I got friends in low places. <laughs> Facebook is the low place, and it is low. Um, but I mean, yeah, at this point, Facebook is a, a hellhole. It, it, it's, it's a good a, tool. You know, it's a good small business. I'm saying, like, you know, I don't want to let it go. I'm not gonna throw it in the garbage. I'm not gonna put it in the garage sale. I'm gonna clip it to the bike tire. I'm gonna hold on to it for a while, but I don't really care about it. If it went away tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset. Uh, I connect with I connect with people. I like to see what they're doing. I find out about good shows. And so you ride your bike? I ride my bike. Snapchat. First of all, I'm 30 years old. Snapchat's whack. I don't understand Snapchat. I never really have. I can't figure out how to use it. Uh, there was really it's really just a bunch of people posting like. The stuff from their day that I don't care about. I don't like that I don't people see over 18 use Snapchat. I don't want to see your kids running around with with applesauce all over their face. I don't want to see a 14-year-old girl do a funny dance. I don't, That's I don't some care. weird Snapchat. I don't care. <laughs> so done, right? Alright, so I also I think it's just for it's for creepy dudes and, and teenagers. And uh, I think that's weird. Bookmark, I'm gonna say Reddit. And Twitter, well, I guess I, if I'm only picking one, I want to do two, but I'll say I'll say Reddit. I like Twitter a lot, um, but I, I just am not very active on there. I check it every like, once a month. What's your karma on Reddit? How many karmas you got? I don't even know. Probably not yeah, enough. That's but Reddit's, Reddit's a good resource. You, know, you got your book. <laughs> you got your book. <laughs> you got your book, and, and you're using your bookmark. And, and I do, I probably hit Reddit at least once a day. I check the hip hop. <laughs> That's not enough. At least <laughs> once a day. I, I check the hip hop. It's too much, bro. I check the hip hop threads. I check the uh, I check the black Twitter thread. I check 
I checked a, a VHS thread because I've been real. The, the top top subreddit all time is Hydro Homies. It's just people that post about uh drinking water. Yeah, yeah. I like I like that kind of big supporter. I like that kind of good vibes stuff. Uh, I think that it's got it's got the good memes and pretty much any time I've ever needed to know something, I've at least found somebody pretending to know about it on Reddit. Um, So I think that's my bookmark. And then Instagram's on my mantle. I had an Instagram like back when it was mostly just like a photography app, and we were using it to edit photos and then post on Facebook. Facebook by yeah. And uh, I, that that Instagram's still there, but it, I don't know how to get into it. So Facebook really got you because they're they, your bad and you're good, basically. Yeah. But Instagram, I think Instagram's a really good a, a really good tool. It shows um, to show like, I, I mean, it's it's insane for marketing. It's it's they're you know they're straight up celebrities making tons of money just by being cool on Instagram. It's it's uh, it's good for small businesses. And uh, and it's and it's a more artistic expression of of social media, you know. Like uh, Elijah, Elijah can set up a whole grid and make his Instagram look all crazy. And uh, who's your favorite influencer? Oh wait, hold on. This episode of Man My Baller is brought to you by Elijah Settles Tabo, his new album Ooh. Places of People Too. It's sponsored like every episode we have right now. That's true. So you should get on. Title and stream it because they pay the best and they're, they're good to their people. Yeah. Uh, or stream it on wherever you stream music. End of, uh, end of can you music. put it? Can you put the the Tabo songs in your Instagram story? Like you can put them. I think you can put them right in your Instagram. Like story. if I'm making a coffee and I could put it up there in the middle of. If my you want to wake up every day and make a pour over to let everybody know you're awake. Yeah. And put uh, places or people to song on there. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, uh, you got you got any input on this game? It's 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 our uh, it's our trading card game. You're familiar, right? I think so. Yeah. So you just bike tire, mantle, or bookmark. Bookmark's the middle road. Yeah. So bike tire is like, but bad. you don't yeah, care about it. It's gonna make that tire. motorcycle sound that you love. I've never been on the Snapchat. That that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so that's I had the TikTok. No, the, the, these are the bike tire. I had the TikTok when I was hanging out with kids because all they kept talking about was so and so has 40 million followers. And I'm like, bro, you're never going to get that. So stop trying to be like them. Uh, I would probably say an inspiration. my, I know, I know, I'm a terrible uh, advisor to our children. <laughs> I remember when I came here and they said, uh, they said, I'm glad he's not picking the songs. They were always sad. That's right. I'm they always... were like, Pastor Adam plays the sad songs. He's always playing them sad songs. All right. Uh, bookmark, so that's the middle of the road. It's probably um, uh, a toss-up between Facebook and Instagram. Instagram makes me feel bad about my life, though, because I see all these people like hiking and living their best yeah. lives out of vans in like Yellowstone and all these yeah. other magical places and I'm like I look out my window and it's like oh there's cornfields like, dang I'll never be them Facebook's alright people say they connect with people on Facebook I don't um, I post something and it usually makes somebody mad or so wait what's your number one gonna be I don't know is you me- just put them both in the is, is medium yeah, I like medium. I, I count medium. It's it's social media for for authors and readers. I like that. I'm a big medium. There's some pretty 
intelligent people out there. And how they went premium. Yeah, that's messed up. So Go for that uh, eight cut, my thing. Hey, so that's kind of what that, okay. that's mine. That would be on a mantle, but you call me on medium. No, no that's messed up. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty into Marco Polo lately. Yeah, but uh, but I don't. You know, it's I'm not. It's I mean, new. basically, if just if you could just put you and Joel's conversation on. Yeah, I mean, I, I I only talk to one dude on Marco Polo, but I talk to him all day. It's the best. My yeah. mom and dad uses Marco Polo to connect with their grandchildren. That's so. nice. All right, Luke. I wish my dog could Marco Polo. Yeah. Man, if your dogs could Marco Polo, bro, yeah. that's all my social media is. My dogs. We know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's the excitement of my life. Hey, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, mine, uh, bike tire. Uh, probably TikTok uh, because I just can't be interested in it. Yeah, uh, I just think it's silly. Uh, I got them old brands. And, and and honestly, honestly, it's just for people that are too fun, and uh, I ain't having that kind of fun. To me, yeah, TikTok. I've been I've been living life. It's been hard. Twenty twenty has been hard. I can't Bro, TikTok. And there's no there's no depth in there. Like maybe no, not long. No, you haven't gotten onto cooking TikTok. No, I've seen woke TikTok. I would Marco Polo cook with someone. I'll, I'll put that out. If anybody wants to cook with me, I'll Marco Polo cook with them. Sometimes um, that sounds fire. Yeah, I mean, just you can win that in our new Kickstarter, uh, a cooking night with Marco Polo with Luke, or you can just uh, if you yeah. post an Instagram story of yourself <laughs> making some coffee with the new Tabo track, oh we'll yeah, turn you into a drawing so you can Marco Polo Marco cook Polo with Luke. 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 I get that up tomorrow. <laughs> Skype cook with my buddy Cody sometimes. He thought it was real fun. Um, but I mean, basic rules like if I have to Marco Polo cook with somebody, you have to laugh at all my jokes. Right. Otherwise, I'm done. I'm, I'm getting off. Uh, um, I think my I think my uh, so TikTok's the bottom. I think that uh, my bookmark is probably man. You know, I really like the old school. Like I really like the old MySpace days when I use it. So I'm you know. I'm gonna move forward and just just say uh, Instagram probably the bookmark. Uh, I don't really like Instagram very much, but it's not. Drop that plug. Follow at Am I a Baller? Yeah. At Baristi Boys at Migo Club. Yeah, yeah. See follow, what's up. Follow us on Instagram because we're actually more active there than anywhere else. But um, <clears throat> I like Instagram. I like to see what's going on. I like uh, I like the the pictures and, and things like that more than like. The long post, uh, mm. but I'm gonna say on my mantle is still Facebook. I mean, yeah, everyone's hating, but you know, like that's the one. That's the one I feel like I'm on the most. I'm using sure. it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on that. Plus, you know, I mean, I'm like a Walmart, Facebook, you Cowboys, know, like, yeah, Yankees. Cowboys, Lakers, Yankees, you know, Wildcats. Yeah, I'm, I'm a winner, you know. Uh, I actually don't like the Cowboys. I know. I always say that out loud, and then I, then I just let people know, like, "Hey, I'm just playing." Jerry Jones not cool, bro. Uh, but uh, I feel like I feel like we left out Bill. I felt like Twitch could have made a list. Uh, yeah, Twitch is huge. What that is. I, huge. I, I feel like I feel like you really you really ignored Zoom. I mean, you use it all the time. You're like the Zoom cast. Zoom that's that's all social media. I literally, if I had a Zoom question, I had no, to come. But if Zoom is Marco Polo. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Zoom is kind of. Yeah, it's not social media. But it's it's like direct. Yeah, it's direct. It's like it's like it's text. But are you being social? You are being social. I heard Facebook and Zoom are. But 
coming together for some kind but, of project. But the thing is with, with Zoom, See, no, the, the social aspects of Zoom is really just a Discord server. That's when it's more social media. The Discord counts. It's more open. With where it's a Zoom, it's just a. I mean, how many people are in crypto Discord in this room? Like everybody, just a lot. Of <laughs> All right, so that leads me though to to my next thing. So if you remember when Facebook uh, bought Instagram, and then they started running yeah. with both both cards, right? They basically filled up their deck and sort of took over like internet advertising, yeah. like pretty major level. Like Twitter's never been able to catch up. And, Yep. No one really has the advertising power that Facebook has, which is how they generate so much revenue. Um, and then they, then Snapchat started getting kind of big. And Snapchat even dropped its IPO, and they got pretty big. And then, of course, at the time they were getting ready to drop, Facebook put out stories, and then everyone's using stories on Instagram. And then eventually was able to bring stories to Facebook so that now old people who don't really use any other social media are also doing stories, right? Mm-hmm. Like your old aunts and uncles... They're hitting the stories, you know? And so now everyone's doing stories, but really they just stole the whole idea from Snapchat. Then you have all this stuff where TikTok goes for sale, right? Yep. And TikTok's for sale, and, and because they're not allowed to do business in the United States because of, obviously, the guy that is so pro-private private business, but, uh, you know, will kick these people out for whatever reason he has. Uh, so therefore, Microsoft was, you know, trying to buy TikTok, and we put Walmart's name thrown in there. And then at the same time, what's Facebook do? They drop reels yep. so that they can capitalize on TikTok before it becomes so mainstream. Because they, they literally just did the same thing again. And I thought, man, old oh, Facebook always pulling one over on us. And then we well, see it like way later. Like, that's when they're, they're so big. It's the same thing that Amazon does. You notice know, they have an Amazon basic for everything now. Yep. Yeah. But you have to think that, that Facebook had to be already getting reels ready for this whole time and then waited until until TikTok was on the outs and they were like, Well let's just take before Microsoft or Walmart even come and compete with us, let's yeah. just take the market share and make it so you just do your TikToks on Instagram now, because we well, don't have the app. I don't want to give too much credit to TikTok. Because they're, it's just Vine. Yeah, it's just Vine. It's man. the same thing. But it's right? it's not it's that surprising. Snapchat. Yeah, it's not that surprising that Facebook was already able to to roll out Reels so quickly. For one, they have you know some of the top software engineers in the world under their payroll, and for two, you know TikTok has been around so much longer in China and right. in India than we have even experienced it in the United States. So Facebook has seen it. On a sure, much yeah. like larger sure scale, and, and, you know, they yeah. they, knew. they they were stealing the idea just like yeah. they stole stories way before it. it What's the difference it? between stories and reels? I have no idea. So reels are like it's kind of like y'all uh, y'all see Quibi, the the new yeah. uh, the new phone television quick streaming television service. streaming service. I don't think it's gonna take off, but uh, it's kind of like. Almost Quibi. Like, y'all like, y'all like know the, about Quibi? Quibi's like Netflix, but you watch vertical clips on your phone, and every video is like you know, oh, okay. under so five like, minutes. Okay. People, like, yeah, people develop like full like, like shows, shows yeah. but, but they're they, four minute. Yeah, episodes. they drop them. But TikTok wasn't. You couldn't do that on TikTok. No, no, no. But like, it's like kind of like a range, you know. You got YouTube on one end, and Vine like seven YouTube. seconds on the like other. YouTube. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, I mean, essentially though, like where Twitter used to limit your characters, yeah, 
Vine or TikTok has limited the amount of time you can make a video, so you have to do things quicker, and then it creates this different sort of expression. Yeah, well, it, it leads to better creativity in my in my opinion because you put parameters. Is faster on. really always better? No, no, not not ooh, faster. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Just just the, the simple premise of the, having criteria. Parameters is interesting, but but really like. It's it's about people's attention span. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean but, that's clearly the. But he the, said better creativity. Yeah. In, I mean, that's, no, no. That's, no like, I, there can't be better creativity than a movie. No, like it's seven second. It's, it's a different. Or it's a giant. It's a different novel. challenge of creativity. You All put I a, see you is put a people, parameter in. people dancing and singing like Taylor oh, Swift songs and junk and like. You're following the wrong TikTok. Yeah, I don't follow anybody else's creativity. I don't follow anybody on TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I don't do that. Now look, I got a TikTok because my homie he was doing like comedy on it. Yeah. And he was like, follow my TikTok. And I was like, I don't have one, but I'll make one for you. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good. I feel uh, like it's like watching to... uh, videos of people that just got done playing like Wii back in the day. <laughs> and they would always like show the video of them doing the Wii moves. And I'd be like, yeah, that's what they're doing. They're just playing Wii and they're just sharing it with everybody. Yeah. Old school like that. I mean, there's, there's a lot of good social media in 2020. I, I like YouTube. Uh, you know. Now listen, you YouTube, trying, YouTube you were, has a lot of good documentaries. You were trying to say a minute ago that that <laughs> Zoom doesn't count as social media, but you're going to count YouTube as social media. Yeah. I think YouTube is. YouTube's Actually, way think my more social media. Report app is social media. I've been on there. YouTube's throwing way some more social media than Zoom. Follow me. I'm just welcome. saying. I'm throwing heat on there. I might be at Luke Zook. Who knows? I'm been throwing heat on there. If dude. if we count medium as social media where you're writing something then youtube's also social media and the the thing with zoom is nobody said wordpress the thing with stop <laughs> but that's that's see i for before i switched to medium i was writing a lot on wordpress my favorite social media is apple Podcasts. man follow us Amen. subscribe right. like five rate, stars five stars, stars straight up Oh, five gold stars for us another one underrated Probably. social media is pinterest that's, oh, that's where it's at. No, no, that's where it's at. No, Pinterest, no. when they went, I when they went public, what about a year ago or so, whatever. Um, it, it's such a brilliant Not social media. It's such a brilliant social media because the the advertising and the marketing is so mixed in with everything else. Where you're looking through home designs and you're like, man, I want to do my bathroom like that. I want to do it like that. And you click on one article and it sends you straight to Home Depot and you're like. Oh, that's a nice Bro, shower. I don't need Pinterest. Dude, I got Eric on Pinterest. dial, dude. I just text Eric. I go, hey, man, how do I build this? And then he's like, dude, check right. this out. Shout out, Eric. Hey, Shout out uh, Eric. He's the real The Pinterest. thing about you ever Google something, like a Im- you're looking for an image, you yeah. Google it, and then it's the Pinterest link. You click it, and it's oh. like, log into your Pinterest. It's like, so annoying. It's so annoying, but it's, it's a perfect marketing strategy where everything is, is implemented into the creation. You know, yeah. the best social media is right here with you guys. Hey, this is social. I mean, I'm trying to be media. real. Hey, In the upper room. Got media. That's right. Social. Hey, you, know, uh, you know all those dumb, uh, like, the calligraphy? Those, like, that uh-huh. girl that you went to high school with who has six kids. She bought a cricket at Walmart, and now she's making T-shirts that say uh, Rosé all day. And it's that dumb... Uh, Cribia. You know what I'm talking about? That script, that squiggly script? That's all because of Pinterest, dude. I hate that. Dude, I want a, I want a, uh, one that says Jose all day. Amen. 
like like uh, like Jose Canseco. Yeah, I didn't know which Jose we were talking about. I, I felt like you guys weren't sure, but yeah. I was thinking like Jose Canseco. Remember him? Yeah. He had a home run bounce off his head. That's the most uh, 40-40, bro. <laughs> hey, when I worked at Culver's, I worked with three Jose's. Two of them were, were J O S E, and one was H O S E A, and I got That's very confused. I know I'm just saying aware of. three of them. <laughs> hey, uh, back can I can I just say that I love MySpace, but I didn't want to count it because it doesn't really exist anymore. I love so, MySpace. MySpace too. was great. Yeah. Uh, my oh gee, the the ability to like throw right. a profile song on and yeah. to you, fully custom. I what, think it's, what was your song? What what ha- what play when uh, when people click on your page? I don't know what it la- the no, last. I, time. I know. I feel like you're really challenged. Hey, I just wanted to. You're just a little late. Everybody knows. Everybody no, knows no. Mine, mine for the Hold longest on. time was "This Is Why I'm Hot" by Mims. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so I def. I mean, mine is not gonna be. Mine is not gonna be exciting. I for the longest time I had a, a that Shin song. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I can't think of it now. We had a lot of we had Sufjan, we had listener. I definitely had Sufjan uh, track. Red Cloud, we had some Red Cloud track. I often had a, a hip hop song. Yeah, uh, but the you know to eight, I learned little bits of HTML code. Yeah, like, just so exactly. I could have like old letters. And and you just had like a whole thing now. No, I mean, man, I got the glitter backgrounds. <laughs> and when they yeah, really when they really leaned into the music scene, that's how I mean, you tons of that's how you discovered y'all new, you, Angel fire is on my mantle. People wouldn't have Squid TV. Like you wouldn't have a lot of these huge people without MySpace. I wish we didn't have Skrillex. I know. I'm just saying, like these big stars come from that. So we kind of SoundCloud. No, the Skrillex culture. SoundCloud's my book. Cancer culture. I'll put it up there. I was. I'm a big SoundCloud rap fan. Oh no. I should have said Depop. That should count. You should count yeah. Depop. Depop's Follow at, at Loglad on Depop. You want some vintage bulls? I got you. Hey, I, every day I get an ad for see what vintage shirts NBA players are wearing in the bubble. Me too. I get that. And I always I say, dude, what, what if they're anymore. buying them from Loglad? Ooh. What if they're getting them from Zay? Dude, my, my, my dream would be to sell. Sometimes, uh, sometimes somebody will have the name of somebody famous. And I, I write him a little note, and I say, "Are you the? Are you blah blah blah? Are you him really? Because I just it would be such. Are a you dream. Russ Westbrook? Are you really? Are you really Westbrook? <laughs> and if anyone's getting your vintage shirts, it's Russ Westbrook. Dude. He's got the best vintage. No, it's yeah, Jordan Clarkson. No, Westbrook has the best collection. Hey, Clarkson's not even in the bubble. You want to look he like? Lost. You want to look like? Gave a three-one lead up. You want to look like Russ? Hit me up. I got you. Yeah, you do. You got some good stuff. Got that sick white socks. When are you dropping that Travis got, Scott collab? I got sick white socks shirt. Sick white socks shirt. I got it. Actually, Bulls gear. You got a lot of Bulls gear. I got some Bulls sick, sick Bulls wind pants, some sick Bulls short, vintage champion. I saw champion. a model in them, dude. The model was looking all right. Yeah, dude. My models are hot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's something. Wow, this podcast take, is not sponsored take. by Zex Depop now. <laughs> hey, but if Zex Depop wants to pay, we'll take the sponsor. Places of People too by Tavo, T-H-A-V-O. That's what I'm going to go listen to. I was real impressed last night with Rondo's fourth quarter performance. Dude, that dude's a baller. Playoff Rondo is a different animal. People, yeah. people forget who Rajon Ron, who Rondo is and has been baller. since he was 22. Forever, dude. I, I think about how much like I hated him when he was playing against Kobe because he was out of a whole team of like stars. He was the dude that scared me. He was the dude that like I felt like, man, this dude's got it. Like He was a gamer. I'm not saying Garnett or Pierce wasn't. They were great, but Rondo to me, like he was it. He was the key. 
And, uh, man, I'll never forget him just dicing up Portland like two years ago in, in New Orleans. That 25-assist game. Stop. Stop. I won't forget him taking the Bulls 2-0 on the Celtics. Him, and, him and Butler. Yes. And then him going down with NG It was over. Yep. Yeah, they were swept after that. No Rondo, no win. But people hate on Rondo. They spend the whole year hating on him. They come in, and they're like, oh, his defense is bad. He can't shoot. They do it every year. He's not as fast as he used to be. They spend the whole year doing that, and then he comes back, and it's like, oh, man, LeBron's so glad he's got Rondo. He's out there giving him a break, and he's he's playmaking and calling the, calling the right shots and doing the right things. And Rondo's over there like, memorizing the freaking defense. He knows everywhere everyone's supposed to be. It's like this dude is so much smarter than any point guard. Like if, if, like, if Curry could think like Rondo, Curry would be Pistol Pete. <laughs> Dang. All right. Hey, my old man said that Pistol Pete was the best shooter of all time. I wanted in, to in his prime. Pistol in his prime. Before I liked uh, he had injuries. Steve man. Nash. I liked Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete was the story of, of injuries. He's like he's a great hill. He's a guy that like was so good, but injuries injuries stopped him. I mean, if you watched him play a uh, horse with the uh, uh, with, with the Ice Man, uh, you can watch the video of that. And man, Pistol Pete looks pretty good. He can really, he really can. He can ball. He can be a yeah. baller. I've watched some of his classics on the on the NBA. Yeah. I used to watch the video about his life. Pretty shy. I'll tell you what, my, got a little back. my first my first basketball move I ever learned was uh, was the Jordan fadeaway. You know, because watching Jordan, you had a, you just wanted to fade away, tongue out fadeaway, right? But I remember my dad told me Pistol Pete would do like these running three pointers and like running shots, and I was like, how? And so when I was like a little kid, I'm, not, I'm talking like eight or nine years old, I remember I used to think it was real funny to like run and do like this three-point layup. And then I probably did it like all the way through my teen years thinking it was so funny. And uh, I got pretty good at the three-point layup for a while. It was like, I, matter of fact, it was probably the only three-pointer I could make in those years. The running. The running layup. And I, I'll be like, Pistol Pete! And i throw it up. And no one like knew what the heck I was talking about. They thought like Pistol Pete was like a uh, like a cowboy. I like Pistol Pete because he plays like I play selflessly, bro. Oh, selfless, so selfless. I, is it is it literally just because you like long haired dudes that play basketball? Like I mean, Steve guys? Steve Nash, dude was baller. Larry Bird, you like Bird Larry Bird. Hair. Larry Bird, <laughs> hair going to Dirk, you like Dirk, dude. Dirk was all right. He's yeah, a, all right. He's a shaggy guy. All right, real real talk. This is something I need to bring up. With basketball, I don't, I don't know if we're uh, done we're talking basketball. Let's transition yeah. now. Yeah. With, no, no, with 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 Dirk, I want your opinion. You might you might have a, a little bit to say. I saw something on on the Twitter today. You know, it's saying who would be better in today's NBA, Kevin Garnett or Dirk Nowitzki, and I Ooh. think it's a no brainer. Have you have you you think that Dirk's a no brainer? No, no, I uh, think you, it's KG. You think KG? Have you? That's what uh, I would say. Have you ever, uh, you know, we don't always advertise other podcasts on here, but Knuckleheads with Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson, they always have like NBA players and their NBA players, and you know they talk to them, and they always ask them. And usually, it's like it's like based on like who they played against in their prime. Uh, like I think the one with Amari Stoudemire, they ask them, all right, you know, uh, cut, bench, start, and they do Tim Duck and Kevin Garnett and Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> At, you know, like cut bench start, and man, it's tough because it's like 
man, like you can't, you, you don't want to cut any of them. Yeah. I think what it comes down to is Dirk's defense. People, people, you know, everyone knows that Dirk just wasn't like a great, great defender for his size. Uh, and so I think just about everyone cuts Dirk. I, yeah. To me, I'm going to cut Dirk, bench KG, start Tim Duncan. That's what I do. Um, but KG is like, he's got the heart of like, See, I'm, I'm such a he's big got the Kevin Garnett fan. He's, yeah. he's one of my favorite players of all time. And I think. It's hard to bench him. I think he's. He's if he was what? in the room, I wouldn't bench him, dude. I'd be like, bro, I'm sorry. You <laughs> no, sorry. Tim Duncan's getting cut. <laughs> Tim Duncan's the guy that'd be like, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I think KG's <laughs> kind of what what people think that Anthony Davis is. Oh, like like KG MVP 04 is like what what people think that Anthony Davis is game in a game. Anthony Davis is a monster. He's great. And, and He's great. If you put Anthony Davis into the old school basketball game where he could play like KG, like body bumping crazy, I, I want him to play physical like physical basketball. He well, what happened now is he would get called for a foul like every time Dwight Howard touches somebody. Yeah, they call a foul because he's a big guy that's like touching people. Uh, like you can't play like that. I think I, that Davis. I, I think Davis would have done great in that era. I think he's in a perfect scenario where uh, where since he's in L.A. since he's the main, he should uh, he can change the rules back single handedly by just bullying everybody in the league and having LeBron defend him, and uh, and we'd be back to the era of the bigs. I, I really don't like that the, you acted like AD soft. Just like I don't think he's soft. You did. I don't he think he's soft. I want him to he be. I want him to be dominating. If, I, I don't want Eric Gordon he, to out-rebound Anthony Davis. Portland, you would build a statue of him in your home. So I don't even know why. Yeah, right next to my damn statue. AD looked yeah. soft last night when that dude ran into him, though. He's just flopping for the for the call, bro. He's just flopping. For the call. He, he's getting right, out, he out, get out rebounded by by Eric Gordon and uh, KG over over Dirk Nowitzki in the modern NBA. Eric Gordon was tricking him a little I'm bit. Go get Guess who lost? Yeah, get Iapa. No, I, I, I heard he doesn't have Rogers. signal in Montana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard he's I heard he's out uh, doing the propane. He's out living his best life on Instagram. Living my best Straight life. Up. Dude, if I was in Montana. <laughs> I'd have like a, I'd have one of those big cowboy ribeyes. <laughs> I'd be sitting out on an open fire with that thing on a stick, like Ludacris on Instagram. Like Ludacris, bro. Living my best life. See, so, man, that was it, dude. That's what KG's probably doing right now. He's probably up in Montana. He's the greatest. I mean, Jim. Zach just Zach's like he, KG's like got an open fire and a cowboy ribeye. And Zach's like, why don't you use some propane? You know, that's what I heard. The. Uh, the the thing is, is I just think you, I think you just want to hate on AD, really. I I like AD. I'm a big AD supporter. Um, I I'm a big AD fan. I like guys from Chicago. I just think uh, Kevin Garnett's a better guy from Chicago. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Well, He's not the, really from Chicago. I mean, I kind of I kind of like. I feel like AD is is I think he's killing it. I think that people want him to be like more dominant. With, I think he's with so good at the mid range. That's that's when I uh, that's when I'm okay with him not bullying the paint because he's so good in the mid range. Yeah, I think that I think that he takes too many mid range shots against the Rockets, but uh, and and the Rockets obviously want him to take those shots. They don't want him to go to the hoop when he's at the hoop when he's sitting at the rim and he's and he's grabbing rebounds. 
and he's being the man. He's he's all always doing great. I do feel like in the case of like this series with Houston, um, and obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but like, what if the Lakers had never cut Boogie Cousins, and it could have held him until the bubble? You know, like got him back in shape. End of the season, he would have been he would have been back by then, mm-hmm. and then just had this bully that could that could shoot the threes and play in the paint like. How much better yeah, instead, place instead of Dwight or JaVale? Instead of Dwight or JaVale, who can't stretch the floor any. Yeah. And obviously, AD's doing extra work because they're having to run him at center. The Frank Vogel, uh, Frank Vogel you know, switch was, mm-hmm. okay, I'm not going to play Dwight very much. I'm not going to play JaVale very much. I'm just going to run AD at center so we can stretch the floor because they're playing small and we need to play small. But, like, DeMarcus could have played small yeah. and been an extra rebounder. You know, like we would have had the Pelicans back. We would have had the Pelicans <laughs> back. All the cousins, AD man, been oh, Drew Holiday on on Drew spot. Holiday got ripped off. Dude. Got ripped Ooh. off. I know, I know it. Man, the, know. the NBA, the NBA is so. Wacky. It's media media members, you know, like us that that have these takes. But I I agree with we're with fan, what we're just fanless. Yeah, yeah, we're just fanless. They they throw us to the side. They're yeah. just some fanless. I'm I didn't even I didn't even get my ballot this year. Yeah. I didn't even get to yeah. vote. Yeah, that's messed up. Next year, Adam. I'm I'm actually against all the awards that have come out so far. Uh, I think. Okay, I would give Giannis Defensive Player of the Year, um, even though I, even no, though I, I support Brandon edge. Ingram, Most Improved Player. I go with that. I I like Brandon Ingram as as Most Improved Player. Who Who else was really in that conversation? Bam, they try to use Bam, but I feel like Bam was just like yeah, there's, growing. Like there he, was half talk of Derrick Rose, you know. Derrick Rose did just have like his best story. season. Derrick Rose, I feel like is getting he's gotten shafted. Like he should have got six man last year. I felt mm-hmm. like, and at least he should have been much closer. I think it's it's hard for Derrick Rose he because he already won MVP. New Orleans was really close to the playoffs because yeah. of Brandon. I think Derrick Rose got snubbed last year and this year because he, you know, he's an MVP winner. Yeah, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, I'm not. I'm not with Trez getting six man of the year. No, I'm, I'm not um, either. I don't. I don't agree with that. Uh, I also think that like I feel like they were bent on giving it to a Clipper anyways. Like they, they were like, like they give it to like they've done for the last Trez. ten years. Yeah, and I, I think that I think that's messed up because. For one, the Clippers use Trez like a starter. So they start yeah. Zubak, but they don't play him very many minutes. Yeah. Trez gets all the minutes. Yeah. So it's like he's sixth man of the year, but he's basically a starter. So he's being gamed into it. Yeah. Where like Lou Williams is a legit like sixth man because he comes in when Kawhi or Paul George goes to the bench and then he takes over as the main playmaker and scorer. I feel like Dennis Schroeder deserved that award because he was doing that. Like Chris yeah. Paul goes oh, to the I bench. Agree. Uh, uh, Shea goes to the bench and Schroeder comes in and he's out and, there just to score buckets. And Schroeder fit the perfect role this year. You know, people were people hated on him in Atlanta. I, I liked him in Atlanta, but I think him as a six-man role and I, like knowing that he doesn't have to be the man to be relied upon to run the offense yeah, day in and I day mean, out. It was also knowing like that growth has, in his game yeah, by doing that. He, has, he was he kind of shy like, in CP3 to, to run it. He doesn't have to force things. He wanted to be the starter in Atlanta. It felt like he should be. And as he got to Oklahoma City, well, he had to be. He, you know, he the was the best player man, in Atlanta. You know, he was. He was. But he took the role of sixth man, and I feel like he deserved to, yeah. to get something for it. Also, Jimmy Butler not making first or second all defensive team when he just stomped the Bucks. Yeah. When just he just stomped the Bucks. 
In, he plowed through the Pacers and then he stomped the Bucks, and he was literally the most important person on the floor pretty much every well, game. No, and the, you're not going to give him defensive player, you know, like like you're not in, even going to put him in the top yeah. ten. In it's the fact crazy. that the fact that the Heat haven't ran a ton of zone in the in the playoffs so far, but they ran the most zone in the regular season, and a lot of that hinged on Jimmy Butler being so brilliant and knowing what to do and, and running the defense on that end. Butler's hands are so fast. He's, in, he's, he's insane. He's literally, I feel like him and Holiday are like very similar to me yep. because they're undersized really for, for being like great defenders and, but they use like their strength. They're like yep. strong. So yep. they're not like tall, but they're so strong. And they're so smart and they're hustlers. Posts, they play you with yep. wing, they're hustlers and they're, they're into, their intuition is great. And like people love praising Marcus Smart, and I think Marcus Smart's amazing. I, like as yep. a defender, I think he's amazing. I think he's the Draymond Green of, of Boston. He's the most important player on the floor on a team of guys who are like maybe more talented than him. Yeah. But Butler is like also like the premier talent. He's the clutch guy. He's a guy who's molded his game. He's like if Marcus Ooh. Smart could shoot. Uh, regularly and get to the hole regularly and play great defense. Yep. And like I feel like it's just him and, and Holiday are guys that are taken for granted because people I agree. love the narrative of Marcus. Smart. I agree. It's that's, literally the same thing that's wrong with the rest of the world. Freaking ESPN and, and that's why report, it's all yep. about narratives. And the narrative is running how everybody votes. That's why I don't agree ridiculous. with uh with you know, everybody says that Paul George is the second best wing defender in the league and no, I think Jimmy Butler is better than Paul George. I'd much rather have Jimmy on oh, my team yeah. than than Paul George. You know, I'll give I'll also, give Kawhi best best also, wing defender. Giving Kawhi top ten, I, I'm I'm gonna say it until I'm dead or until somebody like understands. But giving Kawhi top ten like defensive spot, first or second team, I don't even, I don't know which one he's on. I think he's on second. I think team. he was second this year. Um, yeah, I, I get it. Kawhi's a great defender, but he doesn't play all the games. How many games does Kawhi miss? If he's missing games, he can't be like his his metric of being able to change the game is not there. Like I feel like I feel like just like with MVP, you can't give the MVP to somebody that doesn't play. Like well, what's, it, what's his threshold? You think somebody has to play seventy five games or, I think they or need seventy? To play, I think they need to play like eighty five percent of the season, ninety percent of the season. Like they have to be there. Like you can't miss. It's just like it's yep. just like Zion is is maybe should have got rookie of the year what if, by what talent if it's a legit injury? and ability. What if uh, what if they sit out all of January, sprained MCL or something? It, I, I think the Zion situation is perfect. It's a legitimate injury. He doesn't play. He doesn't play. He doesn't play. Oh, we think it's legitimate. Uh, obviously, they <laughs> gave him a lot of extra time and then missed the playoffs because of it. Uh, but Zion's got a legitimate injury, so they don't play him. We know he would be the clear rookie of the year if he played. Kind of like um, Joel Embiid a couple years ago. Sure, yeah, Embiid, Embiid should have yeah. got. He was clearly rookie of the year. He's the best rookie that year, clearly by a lot. Now I don't think Zion was but that much better 30. than John Morant, but John Morant played every day. He took the Memphis Grizzlies yep. almost to the line, right? Because he played every night. Now you take a guy like Butler who barely missed games, or you take a guy like Holiday who played all year, and you're telling me they don't make the defensive second team, but Kawhi Leonard, who missed a lot of games and and, and scheduled misses, he makes it because the games he played, he was that much better than them on defense? That's a joke. Kawhi's a great defender. When he's out there, he's the best wing defender in the league. But I, I still think that there needs to be some like, hey, we don't play every night. You can't have the award. You deserve it. You could be MVP of the league if you played all your games. But you're not because you don't play. And, I mean, I, I'm not 
I know people, people, you know, like, well, that's bogus, you know, the old school guys, they killed their body playing through it. But I'm just, I just can't, I can't see Kobe or Michael skipping games, skipping defense, skipping their, their ability to do their best. It, even this year with LeBron, I thought he was going to skip. I thought he was going to go for a fourth or fifth seed in the playoffs and not care. Take it easy because he's old. And LeBron got respect from me because he came out the gate saying, no, I want first place and I want to go to the playoffs yeah. and I want to win yeah. because that's why I play basketball is to win. And so I, I just, you know, no, Jimmy I Butler it. winning defender night after night brings a, a defensive culture to the Heat. He, he is the best, and he's, you know, yeah. one of the best teams in the league. We called it, we called it forever ago that Heat were going to stop through the, the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs. We said it. We said that they were a sleeper. Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally have a ridiculously stacked defensive yeah. team and stacked young guys. They have all the pieces. And people are still talking like they're not any good. I heard Jeff Van Gundy say that, that the Celtics, he thought, were the clear uh, had the clear best shot of winning the, the, winning the whole no. thing. He, he said, oh, I think the Celtics are a team that can win it all. Is it that unrealistic at this point? You know, at this point of us recording the podcast, um, the the Heat have won the series against the Bucks, you know, four to one. Is it that unrealistic to think that not only will the Heat be in the finals, but the Heat will at least take the Clippers or Lakers to seven games? Oh at, yeah, at, you know, maybe even pull it pull it off. I mean, that's that's exactly what I think. Uh, that's exactly what I think is going to happen. I mean, you you got you got the situation where, and and the narrative is already formed on this. You got a situation where the Heat. Uh, okay, the Pacers were without Sabonis, and, and, and they were not that good of a team. Yeah. Okay, the Pacers were actually a pretty good team. They played good basketball year. They're a good unit. Um, their games with the Heat, they were they were close. They were in the ball game every night. You know, yeah. um, they got swept. <clears throat> you go to to Milwaukee, and then the narrative forms. Well, Milwaukee's they just never played good in the bubble. You know, having that break really changed this team. Well, no, what changed this team was. When in the first half of the season, people weren't trying hard. They were playing them, giving up games to them. They were stomping through them. Giannis did what he did last three years in Milwaukee, four years in Milwaukee, where he's just he's plowing through guys, he's dunking, he's getting whatever basket he wants. And defense isn't that good. But when they got to the bubble, everything was on the line. Every team needed to get the best seed they could get. Yep. And then every team also wants to win because it's the playoffs. So competition went up, defense went up, and then the Bucks just weren't as good of a team. Even after the All-Star break, the Bucks dropped like three games. Mm-hmm. You know, right after the break. Lost to the Lakers, yeah. lost to the Clippers, I think. Lost to the Heat, I think. They lost to the Heat all year. They literally were two, I think two and six or two and seven versus the Heat this year. So they lost seven times to the Heat. That's not a fluke. In only one of those games, Giannis didn't play. And one of their losses, Giannis, Giannis played. Yeah. You know? I'm not sure the first time they lost to the Heat, Giannis fouled out at the end of the game. Uh, but I mean, still, again, that's the variable yeah. uh, of, of the game, and that's the Heat working the paint, going at him, making him play him. You know. Yeah. What so you, I, I think that people are just sleeping on. What do you think happens uh, happens with Giannis? You think he he moves from the Bucks a year early? No, I don't. I don't think Giannis is leaving. I hope uh, not. I think Giannis. I, I think the I don't Giannis like the is is a Westbrook. So. I think that in, in I hope the, so. we you know we trash I trash you did I trash KD last last week because I still think <laughs> okay KD KD did the most bogus thing you could do um, 
you know, basically, if, if Donovan Mitchell joins uh, joins the Nuggets after the season, that would be what KD did. Uh, so, like, KD kind of kind of hurt everybody. Westbrook comes in, he signs the big contract, he signs the extension. He says, "Hey, I love it here. I'm staying here. This is my home." Uh, I think that I think that Giannis is the same way. He takes pride in his team. He takes pride in wanting to win with who he's got. Hmm. I don't think I think like the LeBron method is something the young dudes don't respect. Where LeBron like. He goes out and he tries to get the pieces he wants and he kind of runs his, his thing. I think more guys and, I've seen guys like Jimmy, guys like yeah, Russ, yeah, they, you know. They want to be hometown do, heroes. Doing it, yeah. Yeah. But that isn't to say that, that the Bucks don't somehow move on from Giannis eventually. Do you, what do you think is more likely this offseason? The, uh, the chance that Giannis leaves or the chance that the Bucks land somebody in a, in a big trade? You know, free agency isn't, isn't a huge agency class this year next year is the big class um, again so there's there's going to be some trades that need to happen there what do you think is more likely Giannis moving or somebody coming into Milwaukee to compliment him and Chris Middleton or even maybe Middleton leaves I think I think that they're trading blood so for sure um, I think that uh, I think Corbin retires and uh, and they start to look at roster spots and free agents um, I think they trade Bledsoe for a draft pick. I don't even think they get a star out of him. But maybe there is that. I mean, there's all the talk of trade Bledsoe and some other stuff for Chris Paul. Yeah, there's a lot um, of talk. Chris Paul's going to be a name that pops that would up. I do think that be that would make them a really, really good team. Uh, Chris Paul's leadership would help, I think, uh, and and it's also Chris Paul's best chance for a championship left on the table, really, for a team that would take him. But I think that. Uh, I think that what I what I see this doing is I see Milwaukee as a young Oklahoma City team. Uh, when Oklahoma City had KD and they and then they had they had Russ come in and those guys grew together and, and Harden came in and they were young but they were good and they were competing every year and people thought hey these guys can win it all and they picked them to win it all you know years years in a row and eventually one of them had to break it you know and so so when KD leaves. You know, he, he's been there for a decade, pretty mm-hmm. much, or close to it, and he leaves. I think that Giannis will either win over this next few years in Milwaukee, or he leaves, like, in, in like, a request yeah. to trade, in a, hey, I'm t- it's time to break up the team situation. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Giannis... Especially yeah. if the players that he's developed with, like if a Middleton uh-huh. or somebody else he likes ends up somewhere else, and he starts thinking, man, I want to play with my friends... And I'm not sure I'm ever going to get the support I need here. Because yeah. what happens to those guys is eventually they get so burnt out that they just they just can't do it in that place anymore. Yeah. So I don't know, but I mean, he's a hero in Milwaukee still. I mean. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I think this was a, a rough exit for the Bucks to not only lose to the Heat, but to lose in the manner that they lost in. Lost you know, granted, granted, uh, Giannis got injured after having a really great start. Losing to, three to straight with Giannis, though. Yeah. Fully out there playing ball with yeah. a full team. And, not and, and he's a competitor. Basketball. Yeah. They played good basketball. They were down to the wire in every game, you know. There wasn't like a blowout heat win. It was just it was just they lost. So, you know? Yeah. No, I, I get it. Yeah, I, I think uh, – I don't. I don't think Giannis is going to force his way out of Milwaukee if he trades. If he gets traded, I don't necessarily think it'll be as much of a force. Um, but I, I would expect Giannis to leave in free agency if, if next year ends the same way. Yeah, it could. It could be that he also just signs a one year, and 
you know, just says, hey, let's let's see how it goes. Uh, because that would at least give him more power to push them to bring him pieces. I feel like if they go and get him Chris Paul, you know, he's going to be excited. But that's also putting a timeline on it because what's Chris Paul got in the tank? I mean, he played great this year. Limited minutes, though. I mean, it wasn't like he was playing as many minutes as he played in his, in his glory days. Um, you know, you got if you're using Chris Paul as your chance to win, you've got a one or two year window. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's got to be a plug. It's got to be a Kawhi Raptors situation. It, it it does it does also. I, I feel like I feel like Kawhi Raptors. Kawhi is like a top five player. We know Chris Paul's not that, but like you know, uh, and I guess it's not even really this. I, I feel like when Shaq went to Miami, uh, you know, like like he kind of put them over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they already had all the right pieces, but they needed another dominant player. Yeah, but I mean, he went like right when Dwayne Wade was, you know, still young. So Dwayne I think Wade's I think young, du- yeah. I think Dwayne Wade's development in his you know second, third, fourth year in the league is what put him over the top and, and got them that championship. Because if you remember the the '06 Finals, like it was Dwayne Wade time, and he was 22. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and I'm saying that Chris Paul is like Shaq in this situation. Like he's been yeah. in the league for a while. He's still really good. Maybe he's like and a Shaq in Boston. He's really good, and uh, he's definitely not Shaq in Boston. I feel like I feel like Shaq. Uh, maybe Shaq in Phoenix. He's Shaq in Phoenix. So let's get with that. Chris Paul's like Shaq in Phoenix, going back to Miami. Uh, but it, I think that Chris Paul would put them over the top. I would if if Chris Paul went there, I would put them as my number one pick to win a championship. Yeah, uh, just off that. So I feel like that's. Good news I, for them. I think they need uh, Middleton to to continue to be a better facilitator. I think he's a decent facilitator, but he's a he's a much better scorer than he is facilitator. Um, they just don't have you know a strong third piece on the Mid- team. Middleton's a six man on any team that I can. Oh my goodness! I, I know that people don't get it. They don't they don't think so. But like, man, like, what I would he, give for for Middleton to be the the starting three in in Portland. No. The, Not the, CJ or Dame, obviously. You're trying to get rid of Carmelo again. He's the only reason y'all are no. in the playoffs. Look, the uh, the thing about the thing about uh, Middleton is is I think Middleton is is highly overrated. I think that letting Brogdon go was a mistake from Milwaukee. Uh, they needed Brogdon, and uh, and he would have been a key player. I mean, rather the pick and roll with Giannis. I mean, he yeah. would have been a really his contribution was 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 way higher than they thought. And. The way that he led Indiana yeah. with pretty much an Oladipo all season, like what a team, what a player, you know. I think it was um, it was kind of a move where it, it's a hindsight thing. You didn't know, you know they they had to shake well, it up. Think, they had to move. Well, we all know that we all know that Giannis wasn't a Brogdon guy. You know, yeah. his buddies were these other guys, so they played the card of keeping who Giannis likes yeah. a lot. But he needed Brogdon, so that you know that's where that's where you got to be like LeBron. LeBron would play with people he didn't necessarily always like. <laughs> I mean, he's last playing with year Ron, with Rondo right now. Yeah, he's at Rondo. He's had a lot of beef with him in the past. Uh, I mean, the fights with Boston were huge. Yeah. Uh, last year, he had Lance Stevenson on his team, and dude was blowing in his ear just a few years before that. You know, like like LeBron is literally willing to like be like, all right, dude, whatever we got to do to yeah. win. Like this guy's annoying, but this guy's also you know he's a dog. He's gonna win. And Brogdon was a dog, dude. They let him go. No, no, and it. then I, I also just think that like like Milwaukee, like they just. Besides letting Brogdon go, to me Middleton, like he's like his second star, and really in my mind, Brooke Lopez is the number two star on that team. Uh, people forget that Lopez was the number one guy in Brooklyn for like years straight. Yeah. Like he was a go-to bucket. 
Lopez in the post is actually Good. really, really tough. He's a great post player. Doesn't yep. play enough in the post. Uh, and has developed into a great three-pointer shooter, and he basically gives Giannis all those rebounds by being a box-out machine. Yeah. So, no, like, to great. me, Lopez is really kind of the second, second guy on that team, and then Middleton. I think Middleton looks really good because he plays with Giannis. It's, it's the LeBron-Giannis effect. It's those players. Ben Simmons will have this effect as he goes. It's these guys that can get to the rim at will and then can find you wide open yeah. on these passes. And then Middleton, like, he doesn't really have to be a great playmaker all the time. He has to be a decent playmaker. But is, like, Middleton a better playmaker than, like, a Lou Williams? I don't think so. And if Lou Williams, yeah, I mean, if you plug Lou Williams into Milwaukee and he was standing around shooting wide open threes when Giannis, like, hammered it out to him, but, Lou Williams but would Middleton be Chris Middleton. Middleton's you know? a good good facilitator, gets gets a decent amount of boards, you know, 20-point a game type of score. Yeah. I, I think it's I think he's a, a great piece. I think he, that he... Should be their third piece. I think that they need a number two guy. I, I'll tell you a I'm trade. I'm just saying on a star team, like like on on the best teams, the teams that have won it all. Uh, like I feel like even last year's Raptors, Middleton may not be in the top two or three options. You know, he could easily be a six man. He could easily be a Dennis Schroeder, where he would have been the best player on a Hawks team. Yeah. But on these other teams, he's the best guy to come in off the bench and, and score some points. Yeah. In in my opinion, and uh, and if the if the Bucks want to go ahead and, and hire me after giving them this free advice, um, they can you know DM me on Twitter. Honestly, uh, they just need to cash out for us a ton of money. Right but now. you know, in in this scenario, it it's essentially do or die. This is one year left. You know, do we make like do we go to the championship to hope that we keep Giannis after this year, or do we uh, you know risk it all for nothing? And uh, we have this brand new stadium that nobody's going to want to come to because Giannis isn't there anymore. And I think the move is maybe you you make the big trade for uh, you know trade away a couple of assets for a Bradley Beal or even a John Wall. You know oh, Washington yeah. wants to dump off one of those those contracts. They're hoping that they're both going to be back and healthy and, and playing together. And I think that'll be a good team for Washington. But Washington won't compete with just those two guys alone. But one of those guys, a healthy yeah. John Wall. Healthy John Bradley Beal. I don't think John Wall, as much as I love him, would make enough difference in Milwaukee. But I think Bradley Beal. Beal would. In Milwaukee, especially if they were able to keep Chris Middleton, you know, Brooke Lopez, and you that, know what happens with You know what happens with Wall, and this is kind of what happens with Bledsoe and, and Giannis, is it's the Ben Simmons and Embiid effect. You know, you can't have two guys that can't shoot threes on the floor in the modern NBA. You can only have one guy that can't shoot threes. And but, if you have two, it's it's trouble. So John Wall yeah. would be that problem. Like you leave John I Wall, get it. Yeah. they would just leave him wide. And, open, and, you know? and Bradley Beal is the clear, like you know, number one trade asset for the Wizards. He's not coming off the major injuries over the last two or three no. years. Like Bradley Beal's the guy. He you know he was balling out this year. had a had a great year during the regular season. Um, he's the man in Washington. I think that would be the best pick for Milwaukee. Wall would make a big difference. But I think he it comes would be back a, strong. Uh, he would make a big difference for some teams. I don't think he's going to make any difference for Washington. But he needs to be the guy that doesn't shoot threes on a, on a spread team. Because Wall can get to the cup and he can pass. He's just a great passer. Underrated. And great athleticism. He's, he's you know, well, Hopefully still great player. athleticism. Uh, we'll yeah, see. hopefully still. So, we'll like, see. to me, you know, you can only have, like, John Wall can be the only guy on the floor that can't shoot threes. And Washington has to have yeah. a center that shoots threes if they're playing John Wall. And I think that in Milwaukee, we need to give up on Giannis shooting threes. Even if he's shooting 34 35% through the season, when game's on the line, it's the last thing you want him to do. You want him to get to the hole, 
Yeah. And that's why having a Chris Paul would give him that, like, and Chris Paul can facilitate the offense. Nobody facilitates really well in Milwaukee. He can facilitate, and Giannis can post up. I think Giannis right needs to, you know, that's why I differ. I think Giannis needs to shoot threes. And I, I think, you know, I'm still in the camp of Giannis needs to get better at three-point shooting before I ban it. When, when your MVP is, well, presumably at this point still, and, and I, you know, don't agree with it 100%. When your MVP is shooting 32% from threes in the modern NBA, you know, maybe that's a problem for your for your team as a championship contender. I'm not saying that you shouldn't win the MVP as a result of that, but maybe that's an, an issue in the, in the modern NBA. I think that, like, let's go back to AD. If you put AD on the Bucks and you were in the same place, what real difference would there be between him and Giannis? I mean, AD can dribble. He can penetrate. No, I agree. He's huge. He can dunk. He can jump super high. He has length. He's a great defender, yeah. too, in the, in the post. He can step out and shoot the threes. Like, if you basically ran AD as a point forward, there would be, to me, no difference between him and Giannis. Mm-hmm. But AD is still more effective when he doesn't shoot threes. He can shoot a three. Yeah. He needs to do it every once in a while to, like, just keep the defense honest. Yeah. But at the end of the day, AD at the hole is, is the yeah, best but, option. But mi- Embiid is the same. Embiid could – he actually is agile enough to really run the point, or Ben Simmons does it too. But it's like the best thing to do is have one of those guys at the, at the cup. I feel like Giannis just needs to have that spread of four great three-point shooters – yeah, I mean it's Giannis. Giannis needs to, and the Bucks are trying to simulate that. The what the Bucks need is is they need Shaq in in Orlando when they had you know a healthy <laughs> yeah. penny when they when they were spreading the floor before anybody was doing it, and you have Shaq and, and four guys that can dribble and, and put the ball on the on the court, um, and, and then just you know shoot threes, and and that's what the Bucks are trying to emulate, obviously, but they can't and they haven't. Um, and, and I think it's a much harder harder thing to do than in practice. They also could go like super super the other way, like the way Rondo can be on the floor and not shoot threes with you know Javon McGee not shooting threes as well because he's so good at facilitating. Yeah. Like if they wouldn't got like Ricky Rubio, even if he was like their their second point guard. Yeah. And he played some minutes. Hey, with Ricky Giannis, Rubio's a baller. Ricky Rubio would really like change the dynamic of that team. I get it. You know, you know a team that uh, would be like unfair if they had Giannis. I think the Houston Rockets. Oh my! God. Like I, I'm, I'm, yeah. If you look at the Westbrook it, it offense, would, would. like where they they run Westbrook, he goes to the hole and everybody spreads out. And Westbrook, you know, we've watched him getting blocked by LeBron and, and other players as he's like just attacking relentlessly. But he's still like a smaller guy. Yeah. You I think mean, about if you were running that with the Rockets, like in the Dan Tony like yeah. offense, man, Giannis would just like. That would just be trouble. No, I, I'm glad that they. If that happens, Adam Silver have to go ahead and nix it, like he did yeah. Chris Paul to the Lakers. Well, like like uh, not Adam Silver. No, no, like well, Adam Silver didn't do that. Yeah, the other guy yeah. did. Yeah. 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 Rest in pizza. Um, yeah, if if uh, if the Rockets do any moves that aren't uh, either trading away uh, James Harden or, or just, you know, dismantling the team. Harden should just go play EuroLeague. Yeah. Or something like Adam Myers. Silver should just remove the Rockets from Houston. I like how the Lakers just let Harden just score. Like, <laughs> I've watched so many times where I'm like, you're just going to let him shoot that layup? No, and they're but, like, well, I might as well let him shoot the layup because I don't want to foul him. And there's no point in, like, even breathing on him because they'll call it foul. So we'll just let him shoot that listen, and go down and score. Uh, right a right. James Harden 40-point game getting to the line 15 times is better than the Rockets 
shooting 40% on 53-point attempts yeah. a game. Like, That's I would true. much rather – I'll give James Harden it. I'll let him get the big heading and, you know, be the big man on campus – have 40, 50 points on me every night. If that yeah. means that they lose I mean, by you 10. run them off the line, take the layups, and forget the threes, and yep. just let it go. And it's, it's worked in these last two games. Yep. So far, predictions have been pretty right on. I mean, uh, the uh, the Heat in five, I think I think that was where we were last week. Toronto uh, won, so that's going to six. Yep. Uh, that's, man, that's such Or that's going to seven. Ball. That's going to seven, which is what we thought. Toronto and Boston is seven. Yep. And then, uh, you know, uh, so far, Lakers, Rockets look like they could have potential. I feel like the Rockets have to squeeze another one out. Nuggets and Clippers uh, series has been a lot tighter. You know, Clippers are up currently 2-1, currently up at half. Nuggets got beat really bad that first game, but the other games. Yeah, they've been playing playing good ball. They uh, they could have had the the Clippers down the stretch the other night. Um, Paul George and and Kawhi weren't having good fourth point or sorry. Fourth quarter outings as a result of their uh, their shooting inabilities during that game, but the Nuggets were really um, kind of struggling to close it out, and I think that we've seen that from the Nuggets the last couple of years. I think they're just missing that that one wing, uh, which every team in the league is is missing a good wing um, or a good guard, you know, to just kind of come in and and yeah and run it with them. I do think uh, I do still think that both I feel like Nuggets and the and the Rockets Lakers series will both go to Game Six. Um, and then we'll see what happens from there. I think that uh, I think that one thing I, I mean to say is at the beginning of the season when they did all the contract extensions uh, and everyone got paid like huge amounts of money, mm-hmm. I was pretty anti Chris Middleton's extension. I thought he got paid way more than he was worth, and I still stand by that. <laughs> oh but my goodness. but the uh, Middleton hate continues. I, we had to we had to come all the way back. Just I actually for this. don't hate Chris Middleton either. I think he's nice. I think he. I think he's a good player. I just think he's you okay. hate that he got a, that uh, an all star appearance two years ago. I do hate his all star appearance. I mean, this I messed up. I think I think that that's just narrative and hype. But uh, I do think that Jamal Murray deserved that contract extension. I actually thought oh. all year he didn't. I thought, man, I can't believe they paid Murray that much money. Like. I, he's good, but is he that good? They they must have but, saw it in the front office because nobody else did. We'd yeah. see a forty point I, game and then I we'd love, see a ten point. I game. love Jamal Murray too. I do because he's a Kentucky guy and and, and he's a sharpshooter. But I just like man, I don't know. I mean, I hope he can. He I hope he can get that consistency, man. He he's good. He's good baller. He's young. That's the yeah. thing. I mean, he he can twenty three, right? Yeah, yeah. he's going to continue to get better. So I agree. They made a good choice there. Uh, but I questioned it through the year, so I, I run that one back. <laughs> I messed up. I was kind of wrong like once. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Jamal, Jamal Murray gets you at least in the second round. You know? Yeah. I mean, the Nuggets, you can kind of pencil them into the, the second round every year. <laughs> you just pencil them in the they're, second they're round. Just, they're just loss. revolving. You know, there, there are two types of, you know, or I guess you could kind of put three categories of, of front office ownership. You know, you get – you get the guys that are always going to be subpar or mediocre, and that's that's the Charlotte Hornets, you know, list down. You get the you get the teams that are constantly going to be good, and, and just trying to make the tweaks like the Nuggets. They're going to be a great team, fifty win team regular season. They're going to go to the second round. They're going to be great. You're going to have hopes in them, but they're just going to be keep tweaking it and tweaking it, and, and year after year they're not like. You know, making the the moves, and it's harder in a smaller market to make those moves 
that build up the team. Or you get the Houston Rockets that just blow things up um, and then just try it over, you know, whenever they, they won. You know, you got to respect teams like that. But And we also, I said Billy Donovan got to go. Billy Donovan gone. Yeah. I uh, I think that, you know, uh, D'Antoni, they lose a series. He's definitely done. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I agree. There's definitely a lot of a lot of rollover on coaches this year. You know, I feel like a lot of coaches yep. hitting the road. You know, I actually, I actually still wonder about Budenholz. Like, I was like, man, I, I, to him. I maybe, maybe that's the piece that they changed this year. But you know, I feel like Giannis really likes him. So, yep. but Giannis loved Jason Kidd, and changing to to Budenholz is kind of what up their game. You know, so coach change. I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping event. Coach Becky uh, gets a job. There's there's reports that she's interviewing for yeah. for the Pacers. So so we'll see how that that comes to fruition. I think it's time. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to get another another Spurs assistant in the league as a head coach. To yeah, you gotta wonder who's gonna go to Oklahoma City. It sounds like Kenny Atkinson territory, like Chicago. Mm. Uh, you got a lot of young guys, a lot yep. of draft picks coming up. You want to develop and, and make a great team. Yeah, uh, you got to wonder what's going to happen. You have to wonder if they're going to be a playoff team next year. Like, are they going to trade all the pieces now? Or no, there's like, there's no still way. rolling with like no contending way. and yet getting picks. Because I mean, like in the same in the same sense, they could just keep getting draft picks. Like they they could to stop them. They from, could like, decide the that they don't want to ch- they they don't want to trade Chris Paul and. You know, maybe they trade a, a couple of those assets and the draft picks that they have, and they run it back. You know, it's not not a bad move. I don't think so. I think they. I think that they have to. I think they're going to low Adams. Um, I think that. I think they'll get rid of Adams, Gallinari, and Chris Paul. I think they'll get rid of all three. And to get rid of Adams, they'll have to lose draft picks, but they're going to gain some for Gallinari, and then hopefully gain some for Chris Paul. So it'll all be a game of draft picks. I think that they're running that that game. Like we're gonna we're gonna have the most draft picks, and then when we're ready, when listen, when, when, when draft picks can't play in the NBA Finals. Hey, they they you can't you can't throw a draft pick in. It's, it's not a power up in a Yu Gi Oh match. Do, like, it's do what Philadelphia did, but do it right. Like don't trade the good picks. Don't mess it up later. Yeah. And get rid of all your good players. And then and then have to fire your coach and everybody else because you here's where stuff. Philadelphia went wrong and and here it is 100 percent in in the core of my being this is what I believe they ran that narrative trust the process into the ground where they just spent year after year saying it's okay that we're losing we're gonna be good someday it's so it's okay that you're not where we want you to be it's okay that we won 20 games and then you just like set up a culture of losing. That it's okay to like not you know we get it that you have T.J. McConnell running as the starting point, but to not fight past twenty twenty five wins is just absurd to me, and and that's why I like that the that the Thunder were like you know we're not gonna trust the process, we're gonna actually build a culture of winning and we're gonna run it and and we we actually have something to challenge here. Yeah, I mean obviously the Thunder were also playing it by ear. Well, if we're doing good at the break, yeah, I then mean, we'll we'll continue forward. But if it looks like we're not doing hot, then we'll move these pieces for new pieces. You know, they knew they were going into, into maybe full rebuild and were committed to it. I think that I think that Philadelphia 
they obviously were going with the let's lose and lose and lose and get as many picks that way as we can because they had no other way to acquire the picks. And guess what? They have two great players, and they have to they have to get rid of one of them, and they don't want to get rid of you. And they've lost a whole bunch of really good players. They they lost a lot of good role players, and they they picked up the wrong ones. Yeah, I mean, if they if they still had Robert Covington, like if they still had T.J. McConnell. Yeah, I mean, they if just, they saw Jimmy Butler, they just the so many. If they didn't oh re-sign Tobias Harris, uh, yeah, or Al Horford, Al like. Horford, mm-hmm. they might as well have just gone out and signed a, like some retired player. They should have picked up Joe Johnson. That would have been a better pick than than Al Horford. Yeah, but unfortunately, a lot cheaper too. Unfortunately, that's true. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta we gotta sign off. Uh, that's that's our. This is, I think this is the NBA buffet today. Like, if you're an NBA fan, we just gave you a buffet. Yeah, we we just, went hop. We went hot in just a couple of things. Yeah, I mean, you're feasting it's right the now. Heat. This is like an NBA Amish buffet. Like, there's Ooh. good stuff on. This is yeah. like mashed potatoes, fried chicken. Yeah, it's like when you stay at a, night, at a nice hotel and you wake up. You rolling out of bed, bed, man. You gotta get on the road. You gotta sit down to feast. Can't be a COVID hotel. They put uh, they put the breakfast in bags now. Yeah, yeah, you go down yeah. You can't be staying at a hotel. Don't be COVID. staying at the COVID hotel. <laughs> well, don't don't be uh, doing too much during COVID. You know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta stop spreading home. that. You gotta stay home. Stop spreading that. Uh, man, stay home. Listen to the podcast. Listen to Tabo's record and kick it. That next uh, next week we want to talk about. Uh, our all NBA clutch team, yeah. All NBA uh, so of, of all time. Uh, I, I think that maybe of all time. Well, no, I don't think we should. I think okay. we should pick. I think we should pick a team and then make the most clutch players on that team. Okay. Uh, because you know, like, like for example, and maybe we just do a few of them. For example, and this is we get the listeners ready. You know, watching Clutch Rondo made me think, maybe think, dang, man, Lakers could have, like, a starting lineup of, like, Rondo, Big Shot Bob, Derek Fisher, Kobe, and Shaq, and they would be the most clutch team, like, of all time. Even though you wouldn't start, like, you would think, well, you got to start Jerry West, you got to start Magic Johnson, you know, and you yeah. could start Magic. Yeah. But, I mean, you could start Rondo, <laughs> Big Shot Bob, and D. Fish, because them dudes ain't even, like, if I can dish it to Fisher, dude, I can dish yeah. it to the that's going Straight in. Up. You know? So like uh maybe something like that, like uh like a deep cut, uh super clutch team. Uh, yeah. I'll give I'll throw another one out. Uh, Orlando Magic, you gotta have Turkaloo, man. That dude was clutch. <laughs> he was making shots, you know. But like he's not a name everyone's bringing up now yeah. at the time, you know. So I don't know, something to think on. If you're if you're listening, something to think on, you can you can tweet yeah. uh, you can tweet us. You can hit us up on Instagram and throw us some ideas. Uh, Zach Ayapa, I know he's got one lined up, but he just he hasn't even come upstairs to come up tonight, so I guess yeah. he's out. Yeah, I think we need to send a search and rescue out to Montana mm-hmm. to find Zach and yeah, respond. Man. Find our boy. <laughs> bring our bring our boys home. Do they even have basketball in Montana? No, I've never I've never seen Montana even close to a championship. 
Shit. No, I think they got too many mountains. They don't have enough flat land like here in Illinois. That's why that's why Hoosiers was such a good film in Indiana. Tons of a lot of flat basketball. land. Yeah, you can play basketball place. anywhere. Yeah, in Illinois anywhere. it don't matter. In Indiana it don't matter. It's, it's like the beginning of Space Jam. You play on dirt, fun. dirt driveway. Yeah, dirt driveway, Michael Jordan style. Straight up. That's how I do it in my backyard, dude. I'm a back alley all star. Ooh. On my court, I can't lose. Now I go do like a real court, like in a gym. <laughs> I might lose sometimes. Yeah, not enough dirt. Not enough not dirt. dirt. But you give me that rubber street yeah. ball that really bounces. Yeah, you don't, you don't like dirt. nets on your rim, huh? Yeah, nine and a half foot hoop. <laughs> you know, that's how I do A little, little aisle long, you know, falls over in the wind. I can't do them glass backboards. It's got to be like that <laughs> kind of plexiglass plastic thing. <laughs> He's got to be one of those that like I can I can slam it like like Joey Canoa style yeah. and it just like bounces in because it, yeah. it softens like I don't have to kiss it off the backboard it it kisses it for me <laughs> that's basketball consensually right though yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, of course there's no greater love story than the backboard and the basketball yeah. I that's mean, what that's people, what Tim Duncan. Some says. people say the net, but yeah, Tim Duncan. Yeah. He knows the language. And he's a champion. He, I heard he was in the movie Love and Basketball. That's Ooh. what I heard. I haven't seen it, but I might want to check it out if you're big Tim and I heard he saw it. You saw it? No, I heard he saw it. Oh yeah, yeah he saw it for sure. He watches it in his classic cars. And <laughs> <laughs> he gets he gets talking to some girls and he starts to talk about about Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> You know, that's love and basketball. That's how it goes. That's the plot. All right, well, we're out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Am I a Baller? Am I a Baller is brought to you by Nico Club and the Baristi Boys. And we are still plugging the new album by Tabo, Places of People 2, our spiritual director, Elijah Settles. We salute you on that. And uh, tonight, Game 7. Raptors and Celtics. Don't miss it. That is must-see basketball. Um, no predictions here. It's going to go down the wire. But I did once predict Raptors, so hopefully that's true. All right. Again, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, rate, tell your friends. We appreciate every one of you.